0: Oh, to me Tell me to your bed. And welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym. And here at the Bedpost Podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have an in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality with me. So before i get to my fantastic lovely lovely guest for today i just want to direct you all to my patreon i have a lot of really cool patreon offerings right now basically the main thing i'm doing for all the tiers are 30 minute solo episodes i'm talking about my professional life as a dominatrix my personal life um, as a polyamorous uh femme and Another thing I'm offering for all the tiers is audio erotica that I have originally written. These are either old stories that I'm now recording and presenting to you in the audio format, or they're new ones that I'm just uh, composing very uh, specifically to my Patreon members. And then the highest tier, there's also some professional and sexy videos and pictures. So whatever tier you subscribe to, uh, there's something really fun and sexy for you to check out there. And you can do that all at patreon.com thebedpostshow Without further ado though, I do have a fantastic guest, and if you are a longtime listener of the podcast, you will be very familiar with her. Please welcome to the mic, marketing director and events producer at Oasis Aqua Lounge, Fatima Meshtab.
1: Hello. Thanks so much for having me back and love being on the show.
0: Oh, it's always my pleasure. I I was at Oasis last night. <laughs>
1: yes, you were. <laughs>
0: What event was that for Aaron? <laughs> that <laughs> event uh is one of my being completely honest with you it's one of my absolute favorite events to attend um like i've got a lot of events that i kind of take part in in some capacity this is one that i come to all the time as a guest and that is sapphic aquatica oh
1: that makes me so happy to hear that i love i love hearing that i love that you love and support the event so much I truly do.
0: Like the people that come specifically come to Safic, it's just always such a good group and it's always such a vibrant energy. There's, a, it's always packed. Yeah. First of all. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and I always just run into people that um, either I've been, you know, friends with online for a long time and I finally get the opportunity to connect or it's new people that uh, just introduce themselves to me either because they know me from social media mm-hmm. or what have you, or just you know, strangers just saying hi and you know, where are you from and what do you do? And yeah. what's, your, what's your deal? And it's just such a lovely environment uh, to be social.
1: I love that. I love hearing that. I mean, it's definitely been something I've been building for years and years. Yes. It's coming up on like six and a half years at this point. Wow. And it's gone through so many evolutions and it's really built a following at this point. Big time. And uh, that's so exciting to see. Um, and to hear that, you know, it's always packed. I mean, it wasn't always packed back in the day, you know, going back maybe four or five years ago. I mean, you know, I would get pretty nervous when I'd be hosting because I wasn't sure what the turnout would be like, or like the weather was bad. And I was like, Oh no, what's going to happen? And then like people would finally trickle in. And so to know that it's finally sort of built a following and that it's busy and people talk about it and they look forward to attending is just, it makes me really happy to hear that. And, And, you know, and I don't host it as much as I can at this point, but like you were saying, you know, running into people that you know on social media, like that's that happens to me at that event too, because yeah. I I tend to talk to people more online than I do in person, and so I often encounter people that you know, I, I only ever talk to online at yeah. the event face to face, which is always really exciting. Yeah.
0: So why don't you uh, tell people who aren't totally familiar with what this event actually is. Mm-hmm. So it started six and a half years ago. Yes. How yes. often does it happen right
1: now? So right now, SAFIC happens bi-monthly every second month on the last Sunday. Great. But it, it didn't start out that way. Uh, so six and a half years ago, Sapphic was it started on a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. um which is kind of an odd night, um but it was actually one of the nights where Oasis aqua lounge was actually closed to the public because oh. we weren't open seven days a week oh. at the very beginning and so it was it was a sort of a free night on the calendar um and so it was every every Tuesday night monthly um and I did that for about a year and then I started to li- play with the format a little bit because, I mean, Tuesday night is not always the best night for people to go out. Sure, um, <laughs> And when something is monthly... People tend to say, oh, that was great. You know, oh, it's happening this month. That's ah, okay. I'll skip it because it's going to happen the month after, you know. And so people, I feel like people tend to do things on a bi monthly basis rather than a monthly basis because they know that they have that consistency.
0: Yeah. I agree with you completely. Anytime I like, um, the, you know, for about a year I experimented with doing two bed posts a month mm. and both, variety show. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. The stage show variety show. Exactly. And, um, yeah, it's so funny, like, I now I've gone back to just one month again. Right. And, like, I'm making more money at the one show a month than I did in the two shows a month yeah. You know, put together. Yeah. Just because i that's the thing. It's like, okay, well, they're like, oh, there's two this month. So if I don't get the first one, I'll get the next one. Yeah. And then they don't get the next one. But they're like, oh, well, because there's another one in a couple of weeks anyway. Exactly. And it's like, people don't like anticipate and wait and save the date and their calendar yeah. and look for, have the chance to look forward to it. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's not like
0: something about, you're, you're into marketing, something about oversaturation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you, <laughs> people, you want to make people wait for it. You want to make them yeah. want it, right? Yeah. Um and so so I started doing the, the, the bi-monthly thing and then at a certain point I switched the date from a Tuesday to a Sunday, which is so much better. Mm-hmm. Um I mean not necessarily better for me or people that work early on Mondays, but I mean in general it's far better than a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so right now I feel like I have a good formula every second Sunday uh end of the month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that seems to work really well. And I mean SAFIC has definitely gone through a lot of evolution, so it's an exclusive bathhouse event for women and all trans identities. So no matter where you identify on the trans spectrum, mm-hmm. um, you're welcome to attend. The only demographic that cannot attend SAFIC is cisgendered men. Mm-hmm. So SAFIC actually started out as a lesbian event. Yeah. Um, I, some people would call it woman only. Uh, when I when I started doing this event, I mean, it was never even a question that trans women were like included. That was just how it was always um and then as the event sort of moved on and it gained a little bit more attention people were asking me a lot of questions about you know well who can come? Um, who can come? Are trans men allowed? Non-binary folks, and it just really opened up an, an interesting conversation for me, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot about identities, about trans identities, about the umbrella of various um, ways that you you can be, you yeah, know, um, with your gender, exactly, and a lot of fluidity and and a non-binary spectrum. Yeah, and I, you know, it was it was definitely a learning experience, and. I, I really love how Sapphic has evolved. And it's it's gone from a lesbian event to something that is queer, inclusive, trans-inclusive. And the people who attend the event, for the most part, like it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely did some market research. And so, you know, I think it's one of those situations where I do have some people telling me that, they want a woman's only event. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just not comfortable with that. I just don't think that I'm the right person to do something like that. Yeah, let me guess. Are they white?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is this a white feminist
1: uh, speaking, asking this question? <laughs> like, Well, I've definitely had people ask me that question that, that are white. And I think it's also the fact that Um, in the city of Toronto and I think I would say North America there isn't a lot of events anymore that cater to a specific like lesbian demographic
0: that is true that is totally true yeah like
1: like not only like
0: almost no spaces that are that are female dedicated right And
1: like well none I don't I don't even think of any yeah I don't
0: even think there's one there's
1: obviously lots of queer spaces
0: which is great but yeah like like no spaces dedicated spaces and minimal
1: minimal events Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's true yeah Um, Um, So, I mean, there's definitely... I mean, I can definitely see that argument. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, I'm producing an event for the queer community. Yes. And gender is very fluid in our community. And there's definitely... um, There's been a movement that's happening for a couple of years where people don't want to go to events that are gender-specific. Yeah. Um, For the most part. I mean, I can't really speak for gay men. But... but the the demographic that comes to SAFIC mm-hmm. likes the fact that it's so diverse and so fluid. Definitely. And and I mean I'm organizing an event for a community that is very fluid. And so I, I always have to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um and like you said, and like how I feel too, um the event is very warm, it's very friendly, it's very like it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um and I think, you know, behavior needs to be policed on a different level rather than just how people, you know, um, present, like, physically.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? And how are you supposed to monitor that anyways? If you start being specific about how how certain people identify versus how they present and whatnot, it's like, where does it stop? I know. Like, you can't start... Yeah, you know, picking that apart and and excluding people based on that.
1: Yeah, exactly. You just can't. I mean, I even think about myself. So I am, I identify as a cis woman. I'm very femme. But what if I wasn't? You know, what if I decided that I just didn't want to present femme anymore? Or what if I came to the realization that um i'm not woman identified and i identify on a different end of the spectrum like i wouldn't be able to come to my own event <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know in theory yeah and that's um, a
0: great way to put it that is like to put yourself in somebody else's shoes mm-hmm. it's like because there are, there are lots of femme-presenting people yes. that don't identify as women. Yes. Like lots. You don't yes. have to look, have that androgynous look to be, you know, on the, on the spectrum or, or non-binary yeah, or exactly. anything else. You can look like anything and identify like anything. Yes, so, exactly. And, any one of us, you know, if, if we start putting, you know, finicky rules on who can attend an event and who, you yeah. know, and who cannot... It's like, yeah, think about if, if that was you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And how
0: would you fucking feel?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, um, And I, I mean, I also, like I said, like, I learned a lot just on my own uh, about the fluidity of gender in producing this. I mean, I grew up with, like, through this event. I mean, this is like sev- almost seven years ago. Yeah. And I was a different person seven years ago. I was a completely different person eight years ago. Yeah. And I like the fact that I've been learning and it's, a, it's been challenging me. And I like all this feedback because I think it gives... Um, a platform for really good conversations to be had. And I think that if you stick to something that's really limited and narrow, you're just never going to grow as a person, Mm -hmm. you know? And sexuality is for everybody. And everybody should have that space to explore and to connect. But I do feel that, like women and trans folks don't have the same amount of spaces that cis men oh, do. Oh, definitely and, not. And yeah. so that's why I feel comfortable in excluding cis men from of this one course. event. Of oh course. Oh, my God. Because they can God. go to every single other event at Oasis, whether they need a female identified partner or not. They're always welcome in that space, and I just feel like And it's... most spaces. and, and Yeah, anywhere. exactly. So, and, like, anywhere. <laughs> so, like, they're
0: fine. Yeah, yeah If yeah. cis males are going to suddenly complain about not being able to come to sapphic yeah. one night every second Yeah, March.
1: yeah. You exactly. Can fuck off, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. a life. And I don't sir. really and I don't really feel like I get a lot of backlash in that way. I mean yeah. Good. I, I'm know, glad. Because you shouldn't. On social media there's always gonna be the person that pops up like meh meh meh, you know, yeah. but I, I just don't even care. I don't even care to respond to that. No, no, yeah. I'm glad you do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's interesting though, because um, at Safic last night I was having a conversation with someone who was on uh, the trans spectrum, mm-hmm. and they were—I uh, um, think they were kind of—they knew I had presented earlier that night, um, so they were kind of asking my perspective from you know working the event, right? And they're like, "How?" The exact same question. They're like, "How do you feel that you know it's kind of opened up a bit as far as who can attend Sapphic?" Right. And my answer was exactly the same thing that we were saying. I'm like, "More the merrier." Yeah. Um, like really, like. in in no way he's like have you seen a change like over you know the if you've been working this event or attending it for a long time have you seen a change in the Mm -hmm. people that come and i'm like yeah a little bit it's it's getting more and more broad yeah um more and more welcome welcoming to uh gender identities and various gender identities i'm like in no way would my experience ever be diluted to Mm -hmm. include you know non-binary folks trans folks like give me a fucking break no way yeah
1: no yeah. way. I love that it's become uh, a broader audience too. And I mean, I've noticed it over hosting the past, you know, over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it's just really cool. I like the fact that people that may have n- previously not felt comfortable being there, or maybe, you know, by wording and marketing were excluded, now feel comfortable to explore in the space. Yeah. And yeah, it's really added an awesome dynamic and energy to mm-hmm. the event itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's truly awesome. And it, I think it's just really reflective of our community in Toronto too. Yeah. You know? It's definitely. Yeah. yeah, you should be very proud of that. Thank event. you. Yeah. yeah, I am. I am really proud. I The only thing I wish is that I wish I could like really be there later and more often than I yeah. than I can. That's yeah. the only that's the only thing because <laughs> in doing so many things with the club and with the business um at this point I kind of have to pick and choose. And with Safic, I mean, I spent so much heart and passion growing it and just like really being super hands-on to every single level of that event Mm -hmm. and finally I had to kind of give up a little bit of that control and let it let it like and let it kind of just yeah exactly exactly. and I have some wonderful hosts Cece and Cam was great last night yeah yeah. they were I mean I have such a great team right so I really entrust that they can can you know execute the plans and you know having you involved and everything Mm -hmm. so I feel confident like I feel like you know I'm Grown up and little mom to the event, and yeah. now it's like you know. And I have people and out now. There. It's a toddler
0: walking around.
1: Yeah, by itself. it yeah. doesn't need me as much. <laughs> it Just um, needs a babysitter. See yeah, see. yeah, see exactly. Can yeah. Um, so that's really cool too. And I mean, I have people talking about the event and putting together groups. And I, I offer group rates for people that put together groups to attend the event. And awesome. so uh, so that's really cool to see. You yeah. Know? And I've seen so many cool performances at Sapphic, too. Mm-hmm. Like, last night we had
0: a drag king performer, yep. which is so funny. I So I'm reading the poster, right? And the poster says, Mike... Hunt.
1: Right. Yes. Say fast. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Not until I heard it out oh, loud <laughs> did I
1: get it. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's a uh, genius. And I love the play on just the, the gender fuckery of it all, like Mike Hunt. <laughs> is a drag king performer and stuff and like I don't know I just I like how how gender venue it's It's very very satisfying and they're such an incredible performer very talented oh they were just killer yeah yeah
0: yeah. Yeah. and I've seen but I've seen like poetry um, spoken word yeah yeah. spoken word um, seen so many fantastic like burlesque yeah sexy performances from burlesque to to
1: drag and everything
0: in between you know gender fuckery yes Um, I really like
1: to mix it up and really create a variety of, like, yeah. just want to take all of the stuff that's happening in our city and happening in our community and just bring it all together at Suffolk and create, like, a mixed bag of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the Pride event coming up. <laughs>
0: Please do. Yes. So it is almost... Pride
1: season is almost
0: upon us. Yes, So you have
1: a Suffolk, yeah. Suffolk scheduled for what date? Uh, it's June 16th. Oh, fantastic. so So it is a little bit off the normal schedule because I wanted to have it... Um, just the beginning of pride week great so i picked that day so it's sunday june 16th -hmm. and uh, for this event we're going to be holding a fundraiser for rainbow railroad awesome which i love rainbow railroad is one of my favorite charitable organizations so for those who don't know um, it's an organization that helps lgbtq folks in various countries where being gay or being trans or queer uh you can be prosecuted or or you you know you could be you could be murdered <laughs> for yeah. who you are. Yeah. So Rainbow Railroad sort of comes in. They sort of act as uh, sort of an in between sort of um, help. They, they they sort of assist uh, in between getting to like a hospital or getting to a safe spot, and they provide like emergency services, medical, legal aid, things like that, protection. Wow. And I think it's really important. The first time I ever heard about them was in 2014. Um, when Toronto was celebrating World Pride. Yes. And I saw this picture on social media and it was just like, it just really touched me. It still gives me goosebumps to this day to think about it. So we as Torontonians, you know, we're celebrating World Pride. We have these massive parades and all these festivities and it's just like not even a second thought to attend something like this. Mm -hmm. So I see this picture on social media and I want to say the country I, I forget what the country is. I don't want to say the wrong country, so I'm not going to say it, but it was just like no not in North America. Yep. And it was this tiny little parade mm-hmm. of people um very small and it was so vulnerable. And they're just they're marching and it's just like not allowed in that country mm-hmm. and it's sort of the reason that like Rainbow Railroad exists. And I just thought, like, wow, we're so privileged in North America um, to be able to participate in these festivities. And I think that's great. And, I mean, I'm happy to be here. But at the same time, you know, there's people out there that, like, could die for marching in a teeny tiny little parade that's, like, 20 people. Like, they could die. Like, they're martyrs for who they are. And so I always think back to, I mean, I always think back to pride season and I always have Rainbow Railroad in mind and just to, just to keep myself and to keep my head in the game as to like what this actually means. Yeah. The intention behind pride. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so we're going to be collecting uh, donations for Rainbow Railroad. Mm -hmm. I've got some great, um, prize sponsors as well too. Mm -hmm. So if you donate, you will be entered into a, a draw to win. Right now I have... Luna Matadas. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, so she has a prize um, that she's offering. And I also have Hot Shot Chocolate. Oh, yes. They make amazing uh, Belgium curvature chocolate um, in these erotic shapes yep. and all these fun you know fun ways to eat chocolate yeah. so they're going to be donating a prize as well and I'm still um, securing uh, sponsors fun and I'm sure by the time this airs I'm going to have them all yeah. lined up and then I have incredible performances too I kind of went big with the Sapphic Pride yeah. event um, so I have Black Swan wow he's yeah. performing I have a duet by Delicia Pastiche and Henrietta Eighth. so Lovely. they're doing kind of a cool like fetish wax dripping femme uh,
0: I'm into it yeah you sold duo. me yeah <laughs>
1: Performance. <laughs> I have uh, Saffron Saint James performing, and I also have Oh Mélange Étrange. Amazing. Yeah, they performed at the six-year anniversary party, and they're like an incredible performer. Uh, I, I believe a saxophone will be involved. Ooh. Yes, who doesn't love a little sax? Ooh. And then I have a BDSM demo on Electroplay by Patty Miss Mistelet- Leather Toronto 2014. Awesome. And um, their their counterpart Chris. Um, DJ Cosmic Cat, yes, on the ones and twos, <laughs> yes, and of course, Dibby and rides, and all that fun stuff, yeah, 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 a pool, all that good stuff, yeah, yeah. oh,
0: amazing, that's yes. very exciting, yeah, I'm really uh. excited to
1: piece it all together. It's always a thrill for me, yeah,
0: I always, yeah, I'm the same way curating a show is like you know a very a very integral part of the process for me I get so much like satisfaction of like choosing yeah. the performers and like just putting it all together yeah and then when it comes all together you're just like
1: oh yeah and I will be present at that event actually too but awesome. I'd like to announce the performers and I'd like to do the raffle draw and stuff so yeah yeah and I just love I mean the pride event is just so incredible I mean it's so busy Um, There's a couple events on the calendar, you know, throughout the year that are just incredibly busy, like the Pride event, the anniversary party. Mm -hmm. Most sapphics in the summer are busy, too, because of our outdoor heated pool and being outside, the pool deck and stuff. Yeah, that brings me to my next topic
0: of conversation, because I feel like with Oasis Aqua Lounge, it is like... Like, like, so much opens up in the summer. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are there right from when you open until right from when you close. Oh, they are. And it's just a hub, like, all day long. Yeah. Like, what would you say to people about, like, new things, just things in general that you can be doing at Oasis in the
1: summer? Well, actually, one thing that we, we started putting on our calendar, which is very exciting, is we were going to be offering yoga lessons for couples on Sunday afternoons from two to three. So it's included in the cost of admission. Mm -hmm. And these particular classes are going to be done in a way where you can actually like get into poses with your partner. And you can even take that pose a little bit further if you want to. (laughs) That's sort of at your own comfort level and discretion but it's a way for couples to sort of connect and breathe mm. and center and explore intimacy and sensuality and breath work together. Oh, so I think it'd be lovely. really cool, I guess. And whether depending and, and depending on how much room is on the pool deck, We would offer those classes either outside or in the ballroom. So there's a little bit of flexibility as to where they'll be held. But every Tuesday, or sorry, every Sunday from two to three. Yep. And like you said, I mean, the pool deck just becomes alive in the summertime. Yeah, it truly does. Yeah, like even today, uh, so the beautiful sunny day on a Monday, I mean, I was at the club pretty early in the morning and yeah, it was busy all day and like summer is here. That's what we love. Yeah. I actually put together a naked gardening event at the beginning of May. For those Mm -hmm. who don't know... The first Saturday in May is annual na- or World Naked Gardening Day. So that's like a world thing. I love that that's a thing. I feel like it's not a thing in like super cold parts of North America, yep. but like, but I, yeah, apparently it's a thing. And so I had my AquaFlur team plant flowers on the pool deck and on our smoking patio. Yep. So our deck is like, has beautiful flowers and greenery and stuff like that. Um, that's lovely. Yeah. And we actually want to put, I want to start putting together maybe some daytime activities. During the day, yeah. most likely like a Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday when there's like singles and couples, people looking to socialize and mix. Um, and they could maybe play some poolside games, maybe a little yeah. naked twister, some yeah. Jenga, things like that. Yeah. But I highly recommend if you're going to come in the summertime and you're going to come on—I mean, any day, but especially on the weekend. Like, get there at 11 a.m. Yeah, get
0: them right away. <laughs> yeah, because to our get pool your secure your spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, secure your spot
1: on the deck. Yes, yeah. yes, and of course, because we're a sex club. I mean, we do allow, you know sexual activity on the pool deck. We mm-hmm. definitely discourage it in the pool and we don't allow it in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's definitely a play area on its own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. you could enjoy some twister, have some drinks, have a blow job, you know <laughs> <laughs> whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah. So many different <laughs> things. You know. And of course, I mean, being so body positive too, you just see all of these beautiful, yeah. diverse bodies all over the pool deck, all over the club. Yeah. No matter what time of year.
0: Yeah. Like it's a little nude beach. In the, in, nestled, you know, yeah. at Carlton and yeah. Jarvis. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, urban it, oasis. It's a little urban oasis. Yes, yes, yes
1: definitely. <laughs> right in the middle of the city. Yeah. And then I'm going to have my Aquaflirt team um, out on the streets promoting at various festivals this summer as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to catch them at Pride, of course. Of course. Probably working at the, the street fair area. And then um, different events that happen in the city. So so they're going to be spreading the values of the club and our sex positive, body positive you know, vibes to people that, you know, want to know a little bit more. Amazing.
0: Oh my gosh. So I feel like we should already be taking a break, Fatima.
1: Okay. I could just, I know.
0: I feel, we could just, I feel like every time. Yeah. We can just like, we get carried away That's great <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but we have some fun things to talk about in the second half um, an event that is actually going on tomorrow night mm. um, you know it'll be weeks past by the time this airs but these happen on the regular so we're gonna talk about the sex worker meetup. I
1: can't wait to talk about it yeah me
0: too because um, I uh, facilitated a discussion on pro doming at the last one yeah. as well so I'd love to talk about it with you yes. uh, and with all our listeners so we'll be right back after after a quick break with Fatima Meshtab. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Pym, and I'm here with my fantastic guest of the episode, marketing director and events producer at Oasis Aqua Lounge, Fatima Meshtab. Hello! <laughs> Hello! And uh, before we get to talk about the sex worker meetup, I have a fun new sponsor, and we've been doing this little thing where uh, I have the guest kind of do a little unboxing, unveiling. Uh, <laughs> Uh, audio presentation for you uh, to tell you about our new sponsor. So Fatima, why don't you open up the sissy? Oh kit? my god,
1: I can I just tell you how excited I am to open up this kit. I saw this brand on Fet and I clicked on it and I was just like, oh my god, this made me want to be a sissy. Yay. Seriously, okay. Yay. I'm opening up the box now. <laughs> sissy kit. So first of all, I love the packaging. It's a yeah. cool little box. So in here you get a card and it says, "Thank you for shopping with us, Sissy. We're a small, we're a small business and we appreciate the support." This looks like a pair of panties, I think. Oh, yeah, okay, I a think you're correct. Pretty pink lacy pair of panties, <laughs> <Are> Sissy <dirty>? street? <laughs> Oh, and here we have a pink envelope that says assignment. Very mysterious, yes. Do do I open this? We're not gonna open that, but I mean I
0: mean you can just imagine, just in in your imaginations, what might be the assignment for uh, sissy school. For a sissy, yes.
1: You definitely want to get an A on this.
0: <laughs> it, you know, might include the items Ooh. that you have received here.
1: Oh, so what else we though. got we there? We have a dildo with a set of balls on it, too. It's oh, like that nice. little baby. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and we have this looks like a lip gloss. It yes, I think it is. Correct. I think yeah. it's a lip gloss. Yes. It's actually a, a beautiful little. It, oh, it's a great color. Yeah. Is this for DSL lips? I think it is. I think so. I feel like the dildo and the lip gloss are going to pair together. That could be assignment. That could be
0: an assignment. Yeah, I think you might be right on the nose there. Yeah.
1: Makeup remover wipes because when your DSLs get all messy and smudgy, you can then wipe away cleanly. So I think that's super exciting. Very thoughtful. I love it. I love it. Oh, and then we have a butt plug. It's of so cute, mm-hmm. cute little nub. Yeah, it's a good starter one, I think. It is. Yeah, it's a good size. Oh, nice little gem on the end.
0: It yeah, and it's got a nice little kind ah, of black this is so gem great. there. Yeah. Although,
1: of course, we have blue because because obviously,
0: yes. Yeah. and I. Think yeah, it, yeah? I think that's it, yeah.
1: that's it. Lovely. Oh my god, this
0: is so fun. So, folks, everyone that's listening, if you would love to get your hands on this exact sissy kit that Fatima just unboxed, we're doing a giveaway. Uh, all you have to do is email me at thebedpostsexshowgmail.com at and tell me about a masturbation mishap.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> and I will choose the best one. Uh, let me know if you would like me to read it on the air or not, if you want to give an anonymous to do it anonymously i can also do that you know if you don't happen to win this but would like to purchase this for yourself a nice thing to do for yourself if you yeah. identify as a sissy or for that lovely little sissy in your life yes. you want to give them a little assignment and a present you can uh, check out the and also on uh, social media There, are the sissy Kit as well. So, uh, thank you so much, Fatima, Uh, for doing that for us. That was
1: such a treat. I love that. (laughs) I've been dying to see what that kit looks like. That's really
0: cool. It's good, right? Yes.
1: So, okay. So let's talk sex worker meetup. I am so excited about these. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. So I'll just, I'll kind of give a little bit of background as to, uh, how this sort of came to be. The first event that I had put on, it was with Andrea Warhan. Yes. Author of Modern Horror. An amazing person. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a combination of the uh, a reading of the book, her presenting the book, and us selling it at Oasis Aqua Lounge. And then I also wanted to pair it with entertainers that identified as sex workers specifically. I felt like it's very important for Oasis Aqua Lounge to welcome sex workers to the stage because I like Other folks in our community, sex workers do not get the exposure, um, they don't get the ability to network safely in spaces, and so Oasis Auckland seemed like a really good fit for that. Definitely. Um, I feel that sex workers often are isolated, they can't always be out, they don't always have a community, they're invisible, and they're villainized. Yeah. And invalidated.
0: Quite, yeah, quite frankly. Yeah.
1: yeah. And like any like any industry, people that work in that industry should always have the opportunity to be able to network with their peers, to skill build, to connect, to socialize, and to feel, you know, like their jobs are important because yeah. they are important. Yes. And um, so that event was very well attended, um, and it really inspired me to do more of the same. Um, and so we did another one back in February that you were a part of, mm. and... Uh, it's funny because with the idea of a meetup, it's like meetups are sort of casual in nature. So they're not, they're not organized the way events are organized where there's like a lot of different things happening, Mm -hmm. but it just so happened that because this is a topic that's like very close to my heart and other people that I know and you, Mm -hmm. more people were kind of like adding their ideas and it adding more to it so then it sort of became like more of an event than a meetup which is awesome right so it started off just something like oh let's just casually hang out and chat about our jobs and our respective like areas within sex work to it being um they're having like a speaking panel Mm -hmm. and fundraisers and stuff like that so it's kind of just been building and building on itself which is really exciting Mm -hmm. um so this particular meetup that's going to happen tomorrow night um, it has a panel that you're going to be speaking on. Mm-hmm. We're going to be covering areas of pro doming, escorting, um, dancing. There was going to be a discussion on racism and sex work. And unfortunately our speaker won't be there tomorrow night, but this is definitely a topic that I want to explore a lot more yep. for future meetups. Yep. Um, and then we're going to be raising money for butterfly organization. Mm-hmm. So butterfly is a sex worker, uh, action organization that, cater specifically to Asian and migrant sex workers. Amazing. um, Which I think is really important to to talk about and to explore and to also give exposure to this group because um, sex workers who face language barriers are often a lot more vulnerable to, like the legalities of the system and being exploited um, and often don't have access to the same services. Yeah. And they also don't get the same amount of like funding and like exposure in general. Sure. So I really wanted to reach out to this organization and, and donate to them and create a little bit more exposure about why this exists in the first place. Awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah that was the, the definitely the first time I heard, I've heard i heard about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I love it. And thank you for exposing me yeah. to it. Yeah. Well, I
1: actually have to give thanks to my friend Alex, a.k.a. Sasha, who used to work in, and live and do art in Toronto uh-huh. Um, she was she was a writer for i i magazine yeah and she was a part of a burlesque troupe called the scandals mm. and yeah she's a kind of a legend and like sort of like somebody look, somebody <laughs> kind I'd, of a big deal <laughs> and I just totally look up to her and mm. um, and. We had connected a long time ago, long before I was working at Oasis, and we were talking about different sex worker organizations and and all of the topics around that, Mm -hmm. and she's the one who actually introduced me to that, so I have to give a big shout out to her, so thank you. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, And, yeah, uh, as for, like, the types of things we're going to be talking about... I loved the last the last one I was at, not the very first one you were talking mm. about, but we had a second one where Andrea was hosting yes and yes. myself and uh, Cece and then Andrea also did a presentation as well as well as hosting. Yes and it was lovely because the room is sex workers, right mm. So we're talking about it's interesting because we're talking about sex work to sex workers right. so it ends up being like a very nuanced very nuanced deep discussions yeah. that we end up having like real issues that we're combating yeah. um with what's been happening with sesta fosta yeah. and censoring and you know yeah the general <laughs> the general shittiness that is happening uh yeah. to sex workers all over the world yeah we're able to as you said like about the importance of having resources and having community and having sounding boards. And like, it was a vibrant discussion about, um, you know, joys that we could all celebrate together, um, issues that we could problem solve and troubleshoot with each other. Like it was just such a pleasure. Yeah. 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 And I think I didn't realize doing it the first time, like, how you could really speak at that, like, 102 level, yeah. right? Because we're all doing it. Right. You know, yeah. we're all, yeah, we're all speaking the same language, essentially. So it's like, oh, okay, so that means I can actually talk about, yeah. you know, A, B, and C.
1: Depending on what sector you're in and depending on, uh, you know, what the situation, Your situation is. situation, yeah. You know, you you can be working with a lot of different people that come are coming from lots of different walks of life and, you know, when you're not making your money, shit gets tense. Mm. <laughs> and when you can't talk about things and you don't have community support, like, you don't have support and you don't have support outside of your work environment... it can feel very isolated. Yeah, very isolated. Yeah. And I want to bring people together and have these conversations in an environment that's fun, an environment that, yeah. when, like, you're not working. You know what I mean? Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to, like, run out and do your thing and then come back in, like, you can actually just kind of, like, hang out and relax. And, it, like, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. We can all just be okay. We can just talk about it, and it's fine. Yeah. You yeah. know? And we're skilled professionals. Yes, we are. Because it definitely takes some skill. Oh, good Lord. And education. So many different ones. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Yes. Of the most human level. hmm
0: Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I think when I first went to present, I, like, got on my, like, Professional sex worker persona. Yeah. Like when I talk about sex work to non-sex workers, like I first started doing yeah, that, yeah. and then I yeah. was,
1: <laughs> oh yeah. no, I don't
0: need to do that. Yeah, I can actually talk to you guys about this, yeah. and it's like so refreshing. Yeah, yeah, like big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm thinking about focusing on this time is um, considering the room. Um, I want to talk about, um, I know a lot of uh, different sex workers, um, like say full service sex workers, also like people in in phone sex or cameras Mm -hmm. or whatnot, want to uh, dabble or switch over to doing some type of pro dom work or some work in kink. So I'd love to kind of talk people about how they can facilitate, you know, doing kink scenes with people, um, having a kink specialization. Yeah, just ways to, ways how, like, facilitating a kink scene for someone is different than just your regular full service, you know, hour with a client. Like, what might be different? What questions, what types of questions you might like to ask, you know? um, I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah,
1: there is, I'm sure... there's yeah yeah
0: i have a lot of yeah i have a lot of sex worker friends as well which i'm so blessed to have yeah um and a lot of them are like so yeah about pro doming and you know and have a lot of questions about it and how they can do their spin on it and kind of find their own way um, through the type of sex work that they're already doing yeah so that's kind of what i want i'm aiming to have the focus be
1: i love it i love it it's funny when i was talking about this event to somebody just sort of. Of casually talking to them about it. We were talking about um different things in the industry and one of the big uh topics for me that I'd like to explore and I might actually even talk about it at a future sex worker meetup. I've never presented you should. You should. at my own event, but I I was thinking about it and I'd like to talk about sex work and self-care. Yes. Because Great like topic. yeah, I mean like you're giving so much of yourself all the time on every level, like physically, mentally, emotionally, and sometimes a lot in one day. Yeah. Or sometimes very little in one day, which is also psychological. Or nothing for a
0: week. Like, yeah. And then tons at once. Yeah. And then
1: yeah. And there's a lot of emotional, like there's a lot of emotional roller coaster sure, that goes can be. on. Yeah. And, you know, self-care is so important and it can really, you know, it can sort of make or break you, I I feel in that industry. Um, because if you love what you do but you're not like nourishing yourself yes. like you can start to like n- maybe not like what you do you know because you're just not taking care of yourself but that's true of any industry and there's really not a lot of differences between sex work and like working in a restaurant totally serving people yeah. because you're serving people yeah you know? it's
0: just as yeah it's a it's a customer service it it's is it's all customer service you're dealing with people you have to be on 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 yes you know yeah. it all demands a lot yeah from us
1: yeah right? yeah. yeah and so I think self-care is really important. And the other thing I want to talk about a little bit was like, um, I don't know how I'm going to piece this together, but mm. you know, if like you're familiar with Turb, like the Escort Review Board, yep. when people um, have like nicknames for you, like they call you like a spinner or like butterfly list or like different stuff like that. Right. like <laughs> Just kind of like reclaiming those <laughs> nicknames in a fun, empowering kind of way, I thought I think would be really interesting to play with a little bit. <laughs>
0: Whatever this is, I'm into it. Yeah, I haven't
1: really, like, put it all together in my head, but, like, something to do with that. Because when you're being reviewed by an outside source that's not really on your side, they're on the side of the client, it's kind of, like they're describing you and you don't really get any say in that. No. And it would be really interesting to turn that on its head. So somehow I'd like to do that in some way. So I'm going to, I'm going to figure something out, but I think that would be really fun to play with a little bit.
0: I would love for you to talk to Andrea about this idea because in her book, like she has a a review and then her rebuttal to a I love
1: it. Oh my god! That I might be a great,
0: like, cause a lot of you know I write your
1: own review. Yes, write <laughs> your own rebuttal to a review. Yeah, exactly. And then have people present them. Yeah, or something that's actually an, I love that idea. I think that's awesome. <laughs> like you, you don't ever want to do that. <laughs> you're not supposed to do that, right? So but in the safe space. Yeah, in the safe space you can. That would. You should. Yeah, yeah, that
0: would be such a fun thing to do because you can't do that. Yeah, like you really you, should you really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't do that. But but like to write it and then present it to a bunch of people who are going to totally get it and totally be on your side, like, that might be a fun...
1: And it also sort of switches the power, too, right? Because, like, as somebody who's, like, maybe if you're new to the industry and, like, you're trying to build a clientele, like, reviews kind of, they can make or break you in a way. Definitely. And there's just so much power behind that. And, like, I think we should just take that power back. And even though, you know, reviews are a whole part of... It's all part of it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's... You you, you know, you, you sort of have to play the game in that way. If if you can just reclaim some of your power, it can maybe just have a less of a grip on who you are as a person. Yeah. That's what my thinking would be. You yeah,
0: can let it go, kind of, and, yeah. and realize that that doesn't shape you.
1: No, exactly. It's like a work performance review. You know, like, sometimes you're just going to get, like, I don't know. You're going to get all, all kinds of different reviews. And, like, just because this review is, like, whatever, a C or something, I don't know, um, it, that doesn't mean that you are that. It doesn't mean that you are not a beautiful person. And you should just maybe... Just take it with a grain of salt a little bit. Yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We want
0: to talk about two more things. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we were talking about Pride and Pride season, yes. sapphic is not the only Pride event that you are running, no, right?
1: No. So, <laughs> I do. I'm organizing another one. Um, so, on June 23rd, which is Pride Sunday mm-hmm. uh, in Toronto, um, we're going to be doing a Pride edition of Swordplay. Awesome. So, for those who don't know, Swordplay is for queer, bisexual men and... People who love them creating a safe space for bisexual men because again like in the sex community and sex clubs that's often taboo for some strange reason yeah so we're going to be doing an event for that um i have um hermes who mm-hmm. is a uh pro dom male mm-hmm. uh, identified pro dom awesome. who's going to be speaking on masculinity and kink yes which i think is so cool and he's actually presented at uh, sort of play before and he had a, a fantastic crowd so i'm really excited to bring him back um, I have a pole performer named per, uh, Connor Percy, Woo-hoo. who's going to be doing a pole performance on the main floor. So I don't usually have that at swordplay, so there's going to be this fantastic little pole performance happening in the middle of everything, which Love is going it. to be incredible. And then I have a perform- boy less performer named Tucker, mm-hmm. who's going to be doing a, sounds like this amazing seductive Phantom of the Opera performance, oh my God. and then of course DJ J Rodica, who we love from Bump and Grind.
0: Obviously, J Rodica. Yes, yes. Oh, and
1: then chocolate penises, courtesy of Hot Chocolate. Hot Chocolate. chocolate.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Kelly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs>
0: Awesome! Yeah. Oh my gosh. So uh, swordplay, how often does that usually run? When do we usually see swordplay? So
1: swordplay actually alternates between Suffolk. Great. So it's the last Sunday bi-monthly when Suffolk isn't happening. Fantastic. <laughs> so it's easy to remember. Yeah. And actually, like I, I produce both events, and I have to say I love attending swordplay. Mm-hmm. I love attending swordplay because with Suffolk, I'm so emotionally attached to it that it's like when I'm there, I just I can't really truly be there because I'm I'm always thinking about the event and i'm always looking at it from sort of like a bird's eye view type of thing mm-hmm, but with mm-hmm. sword play like even though i do produce it i i feel like i can just sort of be there in more of a guest mode mm-hmm. and also because it includes like it welcomes like of all different genders cis men couples whatever i feel like i can be a little bit more in the background i think with that event mm-hmm. whereas sapphic i feel like I, I have a, a, a more direct connection with the people that I advertise to. Totally. Um, so it's so with swordplay, I feel like I can just be more of a guest.
0: Yeah, I love. That's another one that I really like attending as awesome. a guest. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, yeah, Went to one uh, where El Toro was hosting. Yeah. He's just so funny and lovely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had
1: some amazing um, performers, and like swordplay is just so much fun. It the is. Porn is fun. Like yeah. by male porn is hot. It's oh. fun. Everyone's having a great time. you know um and there's just so many interesting configurations of people Mm -hmm. and and it's going to be pride sunday so i mean you know it's going to be a party yeah no matter no matter how you spin it exactly
0: (laughs) and then last but not least we wanted to speak about what is happening currently with porn production at oasis
1: so, uh, so I pro- I produce the porn at the club, and that means that I coordinate the shoots. I talk to talent. We talk about scenes and things like that. But I don't I don't film it. So I work with Jay Rodica. Um, otherwise known as Grown Erotica, who mm-hmm. films the porn. And then also I've been working with Nympho Ninja, who has a uh, incre- beautiful porn. Um, they're both very different styles, so it's cool to like include both of them. Yeah. So yeah, so currently we are definitely encouraging people that have partners to perform with mm-hmm. that want to fulfill the fantasy of shooting a porn um, to do that at Oasis. Yeah. So we welcome you to basically... Uh, engage in whatever sexual activity you're comfortable with. I never direct a scene to a point where I'm telling people what to do as far as activities. I kind of want people to do whatever feels good, whatever feels natural, whatever is hot, and just have some fun in front of a camera. Yeah. Um, And there's different ways that you can participate. So... um, what we'd like to do is we like to be able to show authentic porn created at Oasis on our monitors in the club. Mm-hmm. Because it just sort of shows, you know, the diversity of our community and just lends a little bit more authenticity to the porn that we create. But then you can also, you know, you could say you don't want to do that and you could get a taping of, mm-hmm. your, of your shoot as well, too. So we can have that edited for you. Um And it's just a really fun way for people to, you know, explore that fantasy of, of shooting porn without the added pressure of having to do something specific or memorize lines or sort of take the sexiness out of it. I mean, I, I can't imagine, I mean, well, I shouldn't say that because I mean, people love what they love to do. Um, but just to be able to kind of just shoot continuously and, and just sort of capture whatever's happening in the moment, I think is really fun.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you may have that as as a fantasy, but not have, you know, the camera and not have know how to edit and not have a cool space that looks beautiful Mm -hmm. and not have cool lighting that looks attractive. Don't have a ballroom stage or the bed that you
1: can just move everywhere. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You don't have a crowd (laughs) cheering. We have that at Oasis.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, so so Oasis is providing you, you know, a great platform to create, like, some high-quality videos here yeah Yeah. and then um I'm from what I understand I haven't had the pleasure of attending one of the porn, a uh, porn being filmed. It's happening. There's
1: one happening tomorrow, actually. Oh, really? Yes, yes. upstairs. Oh, my yeah, goodness, yeah. Fancy
0: that. Um, so, tell me, what does that look like? Like for people that are actually like attending
1: the shoot, like you can hang out and watch. Yeah, it? what's going on? You can hang out and watch. Um, yeah. so I mean, it, it's it changes every time we do a shoot because every time we do a shoot, it's something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, it happens in the ballroom, which is on the second floor of Oasis. There's a stage there. We put the bed on the stage tomorrow's shoot is going to be happening in the red bar which is located on the third floor mm-hmm. and it's a scene involving basically a person on the stage um on the stripper pole and then a voyeur walks in and then they end up engaging mm-hmm. um and that's kind of a cool space for us to shoot because like the lighting's a little bit different um, just the video is just going to look a little bit different from our previous things. Um, but yeah, you're, ab- people are absolutely welcome to watch. We encourage that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also allow, uh, solo sis men on the third floor on Tuesdays now, just mm-hmm. something to mention. Okay. Um, cause sometimes we don't, but for, uh, events like money shot and actually all Tuesday events from now on, we're going to be allowing that too. So that people can kind of like check out things that are happening on the third floor mm-hmm. during money shot. Uh, there's also, I also incorporate, like, erotic photo shoots. Mm -hmm. If I have a photographer who has models and they want to use the space, money shot on the fourth Tuesday is a great time to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm toying with the idea of maybe doing, uh, like how you Mm laughed, toying with the idea of maybe incorporating our sex doll, Aquabella, into a porn shoot. Oh my God, that is
0: such a good idea. i am
1: thinking about it, yeah, and seeing if people want to, you know, show off their porn star qualities and get with our... Get with our Aquabella... Oasis mascot, so we'll I, see what happens there. <laughs> I
0: love that idea. and So for people who don't know who Aquabella is, yeah, she, she is the lovely resident sex doll. Yes, yes, she comes
1: out during DTF. She's quite popular during that event. It's <laughs> yes. Tuesday of the month, DTF. She's a social butterfly. Yes, and I actually have to—I have to give credit to CC because CC um, came up with that idea of having Aquabella in a porn shoot. So thank you, CC. Yeah,
0: CC, that is brilliant. Actually, yeah, very smart. I don't know if I've ever seen a porn with a. With a beautiful sex doll in it. Well, we
1: have one on our Pornhub channel. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Wow. Lady Zay, who you interviewed on by post podcast, I think a couple of months ago, maybe six months ago. Yeah. Um, she actually did a scene with Aquabella. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Oh yeah. my god. It's on our Pornhub channel. Um I gotta check that out. Yeah. But I've never seen like well, I think that's yeah, I think that scene has some penetration in it. But what I really wanna I wanna have like an Aquabella gangbang. Yeah, like, yeah. That yeah. would be really interesting. <laughs>
0: I yeah. <laughs> would love to see the final product of this yeah oh my god that's so interesting to me yeah uh. <laughs> that's amazing okay yeah. so people how can people get in contact you uh with you to shoot a porn they can
1: email me at fatima at oasis com. okay and just inquire porn shoot yeah yeah, yeah. porn shoot participate in porn shoot just email me people can email me questions in general to that Just email Fatima Mesh Tab or Fatima at Oasis I'm also on Twitter at catch Fatima. Um, and I also monitor the Oasis, twitter account which is oasis 231 mutual mm-hmm. um and of course we have a facebook page info at oasis com is the general email so you can always send your questions there awesome if you're a friend of mine you can dm me on facebook or instagram yeah otherwise <laughs> yeah otherwise please it's a general email send or, you know when are we open yeah <laughs> everything's like <laughs> FAQ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: there's an extensive there's a FAQ. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Are, what, while you're talking about FAQ, what is the most asked question that you get?
1: Oh, probably what do I wear? What do you wear? Yeah, yeah. and what do what, I wear?
0: And your answer, you've given it a couple times on the podcast. Yeah, but I will give it re- again. To it's, recap. It's a yeah. good
1: question. Um, yeah. So I've kind of started to say what most people wear yeah. is a towel around their torso. Yeah. Because of the outdoor heated pool, hot tub, sauna, um yes, there's a lot of nudity and there isn't, and there's some people who just choose to wear clothing or bathing suits or lingerie or fetish wear or whatever you like. But I would say the look that you're going to see most is naked with a towel around your body. Agreed. Um, and because we offer lockers and, uh, towel service if you bring an outfit uh you could store it in your locker if you decide you don't want to wear it anymore or if you decide you want to change into something in theme to match an event you can bring an outfit with you so i mean the dress code is basically no dress code yeah. um, we just want you to express yourself and to feel comfortable and sexy in your body whatever that looks like
0: yeah Whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Okay, so we should be wrapping up. Um, I want to... Uh, did you give, like, the Oasis website? Mm-hmm. Is there Are there more kind of the Oasis general social media stuff you yeah. want to let people know?
1: So our website is www.oasisaqualounge.com. Um, the, our Twitter handle is at Oasis231Mutual. Mm-hmm. We also have two accounts on Instagram. Our, <laughs> sadly, our official Aww. Oasis... Apple Lunch Instagram got just cut, shut down. Yeah.
0: So did my bed post. Yeah. Um, yeah. One oh, that's got, right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I
1: feel like I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh. It got it got shut
0: down a while ago. I I did start up a new one, so it's like fifteen hundred followers or something at this point. But go po follow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like over six k. I know. It's down. so sad. It's it was. so sad. Yeah. Well, so start, I feel yeah.
1: We started two more, so we have a Sass After Class Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, that is geared towards our, uh. Student demographic, mm-hmm. and actually, we're going to be doing um, there's uh, live Instagram broadcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be, there's actually one being done tonight live from the club. Great. Um, and then we have an Oasis Aquafort Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, in honor of our amazing promotional team. So you can and, follow,
0: and you have Oasis uh, Aqua Shop. Yes,
1: yeah, so we have Oasis Aqua Shop. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've kind of, te- well, yeah, we've. Have- we are not adding anything new to our collection thus far, mm-hmm. but we do have bikinis, we have tank tops, booty shorts. All your summer we, needs. Yeah, all your summer needs. Yeah. Cool snapback hats, things like that. Yeah. Um. So that's still kicking around and you can definitely um, purchase items via uh, oasisaquashop.com or you can come into the club and see what we have for sale. We've got we've got some great like, you know, long sleeve you know, crew neck sweatshirt. You got everything. And, yeah, you got a lot of different all the styles. basics you this, need. This. Yeah, exactly. We put the clothing and clothing optional. <laughs> <laughs> we put the
0: clothing and clothing optional. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, okay, great.
1: Anything else that you wanted to mention? No, this about- is great. I love being mm-hmm. on the show. Thank you so much for having me back.
0: Oh, always my pleasure. Always Fatima. Always have fun conversations yes. with you. And uh, I love Oasis and love hanging there. I love working there. Awesome. Uh, well, do- we love you having you? you. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I can and I cannot wait for sex worker meetup yes i'm very excited
1: about that i think oh just quickly yeah i was able to get away with posting a facebook ad about the sex worker meetup wow i actually did it i actually just did it just to see if i could and i was like i bet they're just gonna reject it yeah and and they rejected the first one i did and then i posted another one on thursday and they let me pass it through Wow. I know. i through the cracks on that one. I know. One. I know. Interesting. Well, I did say SW meetup in the second one, but important. But it's still said sex worker like in later the, on. Yeah, in so the thing. I, oh, Yeah. Hopefully okay. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully I don't get shut down forever.
0: I know. Oh my god. They took down my Facebook. Like I have like over 10k on uh the bedpost Facebook. Yeah. They they took it down for like 2 days. Oh and why? Then put up, they're they they said uh it wasn't like um, it, they didn't say totally deleted or anything. They were like, there's I don't even know the phrasing that they Suspended used. Suspended, Yeah, maybe. something.
1: They need to check up and make sure everything is whatever. Yeah,
0: something. And uh, so it was down for two days, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. honestly, like yeah. over 10k. It's just,
1: it's ridiculous. Like, <sighs> the censorship is just incredible. Like, when people say, oh, somebody reported you, I don't believe that. I just believe it's Facebook. I agree. Just Algorithms. It's a asshole. computer finding the word sex and uh
0: shutting down those accounts associated yeah anything to do with sex
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah and anyway
1: that's a whole other podcast for all you sws out there yeah yeah stick with your acronyms yeah just put (laughs) yeah just put an
0: sw don't put in sex worker and they will they won't find you (laughs) until they do oh god on that terrible note uh what do i have to tell you people about bedposts so uh if you're in the gta area we do bedposts the live stage show Uh, It's a variety show with, like, sex educators, sex workers, sexy performers, uh, raunchy comedians, uh, LGBTQ plus... uh storytellers lots of fun stuff happening at the social capital theater at 8 p.m the third friday of every month uh yeah always a great time there um you know you can follow me on uh, all my bedpost uh social media facebook we are bedpost erotica instagram we are the bedpost show um bedpost.ca is a thing uh we are the bedpost sex show on youtube uh our Gmail is thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com um, if you want to follow my prodom stuff I'm at theladypim1 both on Instagram and on Twitter however your, Insta- your Twitter is
1: hot yeah I,
0: I'm a lot more active on
1: Twitter <laughs> it's amazing your photos and your posts are really great
0: oh you're very sweet thank you so much yeah so follow me there I'd love that um, I'm having a lot of fun with it again the Patreon as well is patreon.com slash thebedpostshow so uh, if you want to donate there I would love you forever uh, lastly there is original music on this podcast by, by, by my good friend Stephanie Copeland. So if you can find out her uh, other art that she does at stephcopelandmusic.com. Lastly, one last huge thank you to Fatima. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you next week with another fun, sexy guest here in the Bedpost Studio. Until then, have a great week, and bye.